Did you know in Arizona, taxpayers have choices about where to direct their state taxes? If you have a desire to help families afford the education they choose for their children, sit back, listen, and be inspired. You are listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. We are doing our first collab on the Bishop's Hour. We're joined today by our friends from Catholic Education Arizona, who also have their own podcast, Creating Future Leaders. So here in the studio with me is Colleen McCoy-Sika and Deb Preach. Welcome to the Bishop's Hour. Thank you, Jen. We appreciate that. We are happy to be here. We're so excited. Well, it's so fun to be in the studio with you ladies. We have a good time together no matter where we are. Agreed. So Mm -hmm. I think this is the first time we've brought this kind of fun into our studio with the three of us. Look out, world. Here we come. (laughs) (laughs) What difference do you think Catholic education makes for the good of society? That's a really heavy question to start with. I know it's a but, big question, super broad. But I, but I can answer it. I mean, I, you know, honestly, my my whole life has been filled with with Catholic education. I attended Catholic schools. I've always worked in Catholic schools. I believe in in everything that Catholic schools stand for. So, what impact do they make on society, on the world? Catholic schools prepare students with a a particular worldview, the the way that we see the world, the way that we look at individuals, and the way we look at ourselves. There's really a focus in Catholic schools to try to get students to appreciate who they are and what God created them to be. And that is that's incredibly important because, you know, we're all we're all flawed. You know, we're all flawed. And and growing up, going through, um, you know, particularly adolescence, I was a middle school and high school teacher. So really, you know, working with kids who have that sense of insecurity about themselves and just trying to get them to appreciate who they are, who God created them to be. And um, for them to embrace the gifts that they have and take those gifts and give them back to the world. That's what Catholic education really aims to do for kids. Who doesn't want that for their child? You know, Catholic schools, in, in a broader sense, too, you know, you think about the graduation rates of our Catholic schools in the Diocese of Phoenix, 99% graduation rates. That's amazing. 97% of the students from the, the high schools in the Diocese of Phoenix, 97% of them go on to higher education or military service. So that says something about, you know, the way kids are taking the gifts that they have and, and moving them themselves forward into the world and, and giving back. And I would be remiss if I didn't talk about the service component. And, you know, that's that's not just here. I know how much service the students in the, the Catholic schools here in the Diocese of Phoenix do thousands and thousands of hours. But it's a national statistic as well that, that kids who go to Catholic schools they end up actually giving back throughout their lives. When you're taught as a child that service to others is important and holding up the dignity of others is important, it just becomes part of who you are, and then you do it throughout your life, and that, that is, um, that, that's a fact. And so not only what I'm hearing is not only is it about the grades, the academics, college, it's about forming a whole person it's in the image and likeness mm-hmm. of Absolutely. Christ. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. At the end of the day, that's what we want. Yes. Mm-hmm. We have a unique situation in Arizona with tax credits. How can we maximize this program, these dollars that we have access to in Arizona, so that all families, regardless of their income, 
can have access to a Catholic education? That's a question that we answer every day at Catholic Education Arizona as we try to increase the participation in the multiple tax credits that are available to both corporate taxpayers and individual taxpayers. In a nutshell, the easiest way to say it is elevating participation in our tax credits make it possible for families of all income levels, dynamics, geographic areas to be able to provide the education that best meets the need of their unique children. There's four tax credits for private education in Arizona, and we at CEA are lucky that we get to be involved in all four. I'll start with the individual tax credits. There are two tax credits individuals can take. The original tax credit, which there are no real restrictions on as far as low-income qualification. There's the switcher tax credit, which was designed and approved by our legislature for kids who were transferring in from a public school and some other criteria um, deeming them worthy to receive that tax credit as well. Then, of course, we have our two corporate tax credits, which are completely designed for those meeting the federal poverty guidelines, those students that could not afford a Catholic education in any way, shape, or form, or those that qualify as exceptional learners and foster care kids. Elevating those tax credits and getting participation in them by all of our Catholic listeners to our conversation here, as well as in our community, is what can provide education for all, regardless. That's amazing. You know, there is, I think, a perception that only those who meet certain income criteria can mm-hmm. receive tuition assistance from Catholic Education Arizona. And what I'm hearing is that that's not actually the case, right? right? We'll always have the most underserved as our priority, but participation in the tax credits will help us be able to give anyone who desires that education and needs help, even if they are a working family that has a dual income. We all know need is defined in a lot of different ways. These tax credits can have every family. But we've got to raise the amount that's available so that we can meet those primary needs first, Correct. right? And right. then have more that we right. can then distribute to other families. As Absolutely. That. If we can elevate our corporate tax credit to service those students with the lowest income levels, then our individual tax credits that are taken by all of us as Arizona residents, that can help every family in our Catholic schools. Eventually, wouldn't we all love to have tuition-free Catholic schools? Yes. Yes, I know. I know we all would have. By the time our kids, I would have too. When we were able to get some, because the school that we go to had availability each year, and so we could apply. And even though we didn't meet that income criteria, because our parish and school did such a great job, they were able to distribute a little bit to absolutely family once the once those basic needs were met for those families that were that met that certain criteria. So absolutely. All right, so make sure you're you're making those allocations for your tax credits mm-hmm. to Catholic Education Arizona. And all families, talking to just our families in our Catholic schools, please apply. Apply with Catholic Education Arizona because funds become available all throughout the school year. So you may not have received an award in our very first round of awards. That doesn't mean there isn't something available for you throughout the year. Why do you think people might hesitate making individual tax contributions? Like, what do you think are some of the barriers for people who would potentially donate, but that might not? You know, one of the things um, people who don't necessarily understand the program think that it's too good to be true. That was 100% my, my feeling at that time. When I, the very first time I did it, I'm like, I don't know. How could it cost, how could it cost absolutely nothing to be able to make this contribution. Mm -hmm. And I moved here from another state. 
I moved from um, Indiana, where there was not a, a tax credit opportunity. So when I moved here, and the first time I heard about it, that was that was what jumped into my head: is there's no way, there is no way it's that easy. What's the catch, right? What's the catch? <laughs> What's the downside? But it's it's literally dollar for dollar. It it actually is that easy. And I stand corrected. I think, too, a lot of our tax preparers in that field, it's something that they all don't necessarily promote to their clients. So we are taking steps to make sure our tax preparer folks are very much on board and understanding why this is such a vital and important program to the state of Arizona. Well, so we are doing a collaboration and you have a podcast. So will you tell us a little bit about your podcast and then... And then let us know where people can find out more about Catholic Education Arizona and your podcast. So our podcast has actually been on the air. It's called Creating Future Leaders, and it is available. It's on our website, but it's available on all podcast platforms, too. And we just released episode 30 um, this this week. We released episode 30. So we've been we release a podcast every two weeks on a Monday. And our first one was in June of 2020. So we just wow. passed our, our year anniversary. Mm-hmm. Congratulations. Yeah, yeah, it's it's really exciting because in the beginning, Deb and I will tell you, we were like, nobody's going to listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so true. So true. And out. now? <laughs> we have those feelings sometimes, mm-hmm. too. Well, and, you know, but th- thank goodness we can actually look and see people are listening to our podcast. People are downloading it. And, and I think people are learning from it. So... You know, it's been worthwhile. What our podcast covers, you know, Deb sometimes will host, Nancy Padberg, our CEO, sometimes hosts it and sometimes I do. But we talk to corporate people about the corporate tax credit and why they contribute and what their company gains from that, why they invest in education in the community. We talk to school personnel. I talk to school leaders and admissions directors and parents. To Some of our affiliates from the diocese. Yes. Oh, my To goodness. try to dispel some just donor confusion. Mm-hmm. So we know that there's CDA and there's CEA, and there's much confusion between the two. So we did a podcast to try to help dispel some of that confusion. So it's it's a lot of fun, and we cover a lot of different topics. So you don't have to listen to them all in a row. It's not like it all tells a story. Pick one. Pick one of you know a guest that you think is interesting and take a listen to that one. They all have a different message and a different story. And they're brief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> how long how long are your podcasts typically? Between 15 and 25 minutes. Oh, it's totally doable. That's a commute. I know. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Well, excellent. So where can people find out more about Catholic Education Arizona? And we'll say they can hear the podcast on the website. So where can they find out more and how can they contact each of you? We'd love to talk to anybody that would like to call us because we love to hear ourselves talk as well as speak <laughs> with everybody else. So for sure, call and talk to us. Ask for Deb or Colleen. But more importantly, visit Visit our website at catholiceducationarizona.org. There you can get to our podcast. You can get to our newsletter, which we send out monthly. You can subscribe to that. And there's all sorts of vital information every month that we bring there. And how-to videos. There are how-to videos that if you... How do I make this tax credit? And I don't really want to talk to anybody on the phone. Go Jump on our website and, and watch the videos. That'll help you. But our phone number is 602-218-6542. Give us a call anytime. Yep. Well, so thank you so much for joining us on the Bishop's Hour. We have been talking with Colleen McCoy-Sica and Deb Preach from Catholic Education Arizona and the Creating Future Leaders podcast also. So thanks so much for the Bishop's Hour. This is Jennifer Ellis. 
Okay, so we are going to continue the conversation. Um, so if you're listening to the Creating Future Leaders podcast, you get the extended version of the collab. So good for you. I'm very excited <laughs> for you, the listener, to be able to participate in that. Actually, I'm going to ask Jennifer Ellis. We didn't we didn't get a whole lot of background um, at the at the beginning of the podcast. So I want to ask Jennifer to give us a little bit of background about herself. So I mean, I've known Jennifer for eight years now. We we worked together for a little while, and we were parents of kids at the same school for a little while. So, and we have mutual friends and, you know, kids the same age. So we have all kinds of things in common. So this is just one other thing that we have in common that we're master podcasters. So, <laughs> oh, wait, what does that make me then, the old lady? <laughs> You're a master podcast host, Dove. <laughs> but tell a little bit more about yourself. I co-host the Bishop's Hour with my good friend, Andrea Boring, who is, whose microphone is on also. Hi. Hi, Andrea. And uh, I've been at the Diocese of Phoenix for nearly 19 years. I've also worked uh, in the Catholic Sun. That's where I had my start doing advertising for the Catholic Sun. And now I co-host this podcast and, and the Bishop's Hour. I produce our other podcast for the Diocese of Phoenix, and I also manage sponsorships and advertising for any of the media that we run out of this building for the Office of Communications here at the diocese. Yeah, and we can talk about that a little bit more too. So besides the besides the podcast, there are a lot of things that we work on, mm-hmm. um, you know, together for marketing for yeah. the diocese and for CEA yeah. because we all wear many hats. Because yes, we do. It's the Catholic way. That's nonprofit, right? <laughs> and Andrea, you weren't on the first part. You want to give a little background about yourself? Sure. Welcome my... to the podcast. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks for having me. I am Andrea Boring. I have been working here at the diocese for four years, doing behind the scenes stuff on all of our radio programs, sound editing, things like like that. And like Jennifer mentioned, she and I started co-hosting the Bishop's Hour just this last year, which has been an incredible blessing. And uh, yeah, I have the best job ever. I work part-time, so it gives me plenty of time to still be a mom and a wife and keep the Lord at the center of my all. So praise be to God. I, ha- I have three kids. All three have been or are currently in Catholic schools. That is definitely the one thing all of us in this room have in common is, you know, multiple children in Catholic schools. So we've all walked this journey as parents. And so I came in from another state. So when I came in, my kids were second grade and fourth grade. And of course, as I said, I didn't know anything about tax credits, but um, the school that we were coming into and we were moving across the country and buying a house and buying vehicles and all of this. And and then we have tuition and the tuition here in Arizona was more expensive than the tuition in the diocese that I came from. And we thought, how the heck are we going to do this? And the principal said, oh no, we got this. And the superintendent, she told me, you know, just apply, who was my boss? She said, just apply for um, Catholic Education Arizona. So at that time, because we we really did have need that year, that was a unique year for us. And I was so grateful to Catholic Education Arizona coming in, especially in elementary school, second and second and fourth grade, Catholic education is, is what my kids got. We were so grateful for that. It was really a life changer. But you all have many more children than I have. It was a life changer <laughs> yes. for me. Uh, I have four daughters, all a year apart. So at one time when they were in high school, I was fortunate enough to have three Xavier tuitions at one oh, time. Oh, good gracious. <laughs> uh, and oh, enter, high school enter the year um, 2008 where we had the downturn in the economy oh, and yes. um, in the industry that my husband's in, it really affected us. So if it wasn't for tax credits and Catholic Education Arizona back at that time, we would have never been able to handle um, keeping our kids in Catholic education. And that's all they had known. I appreciate your point mm-hmm. coming in from another state where you didn't have that. And we had started um, 
with the kids at Christ the King and when they were in preschool, so it was almost 10 years ago, and I just had a big reversion of the faith. And so Catholic school up until that point wasn't even on my radar. We ended up at preschool, which of course the tuition, the tax credits don't apply, but they started educating me at that point. Mary Agnes started educating me on the tax credits at that at that moment on how they all worked and and I never I didn't really understand it. And and even my dad who's been here for several years, he didn't he said, "So tell me again, how does this work?" And after he completed the process, he got the tutorial through Catholic Education Arizona and he figured out how to do it. It was like light bulb. Mm-hmm. And it really is so easy to do. And I'm so grateful for the time that we spent at Christ the King and and CEA was instrumental in funding my children's education. Um, it was through CEA that we were able to be fully funded for three kids. My, my daughter joined just a few years ago, in part uh, to the good work that CEA does. So we're so grateful for you and for all the work that you've done. Andrea, did you move here from somewhere else too? We moved here in 2011, uh, 2009, yes, from Ohio, and okay. and I wasn't um, a practicing Catholic at that time, and it wasn't even on my radar. And so all I knew then in Ohio was that, I mean, it was it's so, I mean, Catholic schools in Ohio is just probably twice as much as it is here, if not more, for elementary and high schools. And they're on every corner mm-hmm. in Ohio and the Midwest. I yes. mean, you have... a a plethora to choose from. So it was a totally different Catholic education arena here because Christ the King was still 25 minutes from our home. Even though we lived in Mesa, it was still, it was still a drive, but it was totally worth it. And it wouldn't have been doable without CEA. But it's a sacrifice regardless. Even when I get tax credit, I still have to pay something, right? It's always a sacrifice and it's a sacrifice that you choose to make, right? So why is it worth it? We talked a little bit earlier in the podcast about just having a Christ-centered education for your children. And of course, my husband and I don't don't know any difference. So it wasn't, you know, wasn't really anything that we thought too much about with our kids. But why do you make the sacrifice? Both my husband and I went to public schools. But when it came time for us to put our first oldest child into a school, we looked around at the public schools and thought, we just can't. We need to have this this thread, this community where our faith community, our parish, and our school are all integrated, where we're all speaking the same language, where we're all saying the same things, where we're working together to form this child. And that has been absolutely our experience in Catholic education. And so sometimes we think, wow, we could have bought another house (laughs) Uh (laughs) or gone on some amazing Uh vacations. (laughs) But then you weigh that out. At the end of the day, would we have rather said we bought this other house or went on these vacations or we invested everything we could into our kids? And that investment comes back tenfold. You know, we always learned it takes a village right? How many times do we hear that? And we were lucky. We're natives here. So we went to our Catholic schools here, both my husband and I. So there was never a question that we wanted to have our kids have that same benefit. The community that you build, the lifelong friendships that you have, and, and just the good, solid moral foundation that you have helped instill and your school helps to instill in your children, there's just nothing. There's no value on it. It's priceless. My kids are grown. Well, you guys are the, the young ones here. But my kids are grown and now starting families of their own. And I can't tell you the number of times where they have thanked us over the years for giving up what we had to so that they could have that education because they now see the benefit and the gift that they've been given. 
and they're going to now give that to my grandchildren. I love what you said about the integration of the the parish and the education and family. When we moved, the first thing we did was we found a school in a parish that we wanted to join, and then we just moved into the neighborhood. That's how we ended up where we are. Our pastor, so Father, it's Father Greg Schlarb, and he came to OLPH in Scottsdale the same year that we moved here. So we we came in at the, at the exact same time. He has been just a really important part of our lives. So, you know, just I think about all the things that have happened over the years and, you know, Father Greg's kind of there for for these, uh, you know, really important events that occur. And he was actually my kids, um, both of them, their confirmation sponsors. Because I didn't, I didn't have family here. That's awesome. Father huh? Greg was I didn't there. Know I know. <laughs> so you know the way it all all integrates and comes together, mm-hmm. and, and the beauty of that, it was it's really important to us. You want to talk a little bit about um, you know the marketing, and and we've got a couple of interesting things coming up that that we're working together on. So as we were saying, we wear a lot of different hats, and we do a lot of different things together. So there, I don't, and I don't know if you want to talk about this. Do you want to talk about any new projects that are coming out? Because I know we're going to be CEA is going to be advertising with you. Yeah, yeah. There, <laughs> there are a lot of. Uh, great things that we collaborate on. I mean, you're part of the weekly newsletter that goes out for the Catholic Sun. You've been sponsoring that and that's been great. You've been participating on our website by having a banner and a presence there on our website, thecatholicsun.org. You just recently, when we did the special ordination newspaper, you had a beautiful ad there. So we do a lot. You you sponsor the TV Mass, and so we collaborate on getting your message out, and then you help sponsor our content. So we're really grateful for that. And yes, we have a new project in the works. It's still in the planning phases, but we will be launching a magazine in the near future. In the fall is what we're we're aiming for, and we're super excited to work with you on that, too. We're excited yeah, we're about excited that, too. too. We're so excited about that. We Just any collaborations that we can have with, with our partners, we just we mm-hmm. really enjoy the partnerships that we have with our Catholic affiliates. Well, and just sitting around and planning those are really fun, too. <laughs> we <laughs> we have do have had a good, a good time. time. But we, we try to partner, so we we work a lot with you here in the communications office. We do quite a bit with the Office of Mission Advancement. We work with Catholic Charities, the Catholic Community Foundation, mm-hmm. and Foundation for Senior Living, and Society of St. Vincent de Paul. We just, as, as much as we possibly can to help each other out and raise each other up, it's so important to get all of the, the Catholic messaging out there. So many organizations doing so many good things, and I love that you're going to be doing that magazine. I just feel like you're going to be able to tell more stories about mm-hmm. all of these different organizations and, and the people in the diocese that are, are doing amazing things. It's a very hopeful message uh, mm-hmm. for, for a difficult world. Yes. So. Oh, I love that. A hopeful message for a difficult world. Anything else? I mean, anything, Deb, you want to talk about any upcoming events or anything before we wrap up? Gosh, right now we have um, some things in the works. We are going to be kicking off our 25th year here next year. That's so amazing. we have a lot of planning mm-hmm. um, that's going to happen now with some events that we'll be excited to share as soon as they all come to actual planning stages that are Confirmed. We have our back-to-school events coming up in the fall. We have some school tuition organization nights where we'll go out and talk to families interested in a Catholic education and how to afford it. Other than that, we have some sponsored activities we have coming up with the Catholic Schools Office. We're going to be hosting a luncheon for all principals and development directors in August to try to welcome them back and let them know how we will help them in their marketing efforts. Good. Well, I just want to I want to thank Jennifer first of all for hosting us in her cool studio, and thank you Andrea for um, for helping us out for contributing to the podcast too. Appreciate sure. your My your pleasure. contributions to mm-hmm. the conversation. 
just I want to thank you for everything you do for your partnership and uh, and for hosting us. And of course, to our, our listener that listened today. And um, if you want to learn more, uh, once again, our website, www.ceaz.org. Give us a call anytime if you want to learn more about tax credits. 602-218-6542. We always end our podcast by saying it's a great day at CEA, Jennifer, but it's probably always a great day on the Bishop's Hour, too. Yes, it's a great day at CEA <laughs> and the Bishop's Hour. And the Bishop's Hour. And we'll see you next time. You have been listening to Creating Future Leaders with Catholic Education Arizona. For more information, visit us at www.catholiceducationarizona.org.